Welcome to On Call with Dr. Anselm Anyoha. In this podcast, learn about the social, emotional, and physical health of children and their journey from birth through preschool and beyond. Find compassionate answers to issues parents and children face and that pediatricians encounter every day. Discussions in this podcast are not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. Parents and caregivers, talk with your children's pediatricians or doctors about topics and perspectives presented here. You are on call with Dr. Anselm Anyoha. In today's episode, Dr. Anyoha will discuss something all babies do. They spit up from time to time. Spitting up is a problem parents face. They're always ready with a towel to clean up after a baby or right after an infant feeds. Parents may wonder if they should be concerned if a baby is always spitting up, why this happens, and what parents should do. There are three main reasons. One is what I call overfeeding, which we're going to talk about that more. The other reason is poor feeding technique. And the third reason is reflux. So reflux, overfeeding, and poor feeding technique. These are the three reasons why a lot of babies throw up. Let's start with the first one. What do parents need to know about poor feeding technique and what they can do? Poor feeding technique is when a parent is feeding the baby and the bottle position is not well placed. It's horizontal. And the baby is sucking formula and sucking air as well. So as the air bubbles out from the stomach, some formula comes up with it. So I call that a poor feeding technique. The best technique, of course, is to hold the bottle upright, about 30 degrees upright, so that the nipple is filled with milk so that the baby wouldn't be able to suck air as they drink milk. And of course, don't feed the baby empty bottle because the baby is going to be sucking air. But positioning the nipple and positioning the bottle is a very important technique to prevent air from getting to the baby's stomach. So that's one thing. And in fact, some of my patients have, have introduced me to this new cool bottle that actually does the same thing where it keeps the air out of baby's formula so the babies can drink without swallowing air. This special bottle, does it have a name? Should we say the name? Do we know the name? <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's a whole brand. They come in different brands and parents are very, some of them are very resourceful. They find it, they bring it to my office and say, Dr. Yeah, I'm already doing this. I'm already giving the air out of the baby's bottle. But feeling a baby is another reason why a baby spits up. There are babies who eat like champs and they spit up like champs too. They're eating and spitting at the same time. And for some reason, some babies have voracious appetite and they don't know their limits. So they keep eating and then if you don't stop them, they eat and they spit up and they eat and they spit up. And of course, some maternal conditions can set up a baby for voracious appetite and spitting. Last week when I was in the nursery, one of the nursery a hospital where I cover, I attend newborn deliveries. I went to one of the nurses who's been there for decades. I asked her the best way, what tips could she give to parents, new parents who, who want to feed their babies? What tips could she give to mothers, to new parents to avoid overfeeding them? And she said something very interesting to me. When she gets a brand new baby from delivery, 
what she does, she waits for a couple of hours because babies, most babies, when they're born, they don't eat for about two hours, sometimes three hours. And the first time she feeds the baby, she starts with half an ounce, which is about 15 ml of formula. She deliberately gives the baby 15 ml or half an ounce to see if that baby will tolerate it. And if it does, then the next feeding, which is another two, three hours, she moves to about one ounce, which is about 30 ml. She gradually increases the baby's capacity, starting from half an ounce, the first feeding, then to one ounce, which is 30 ml. And then, of course, that will give an experience of how much the baby will tolerate. So it's always try and error for parents to see how much a baby will tolerate without speeding up. Do you recommend starting that way? A certain yes. amount of formula in the bottle? Yeah, I think it's a very good idea. She's been doing this for 30 years. Uh, I think it's a very good idea. Start with half an ounce and test it out. See how much a baby could drink. The next feed goes to 30 ml, which is one ounce. Now, babies will always give you clues of when they're hungry. When they're hungry, they're rooting, they're sucking reflex, rooting reflex. And if you put your ha hands around their face, they're ready to eat your hands. Anything around your face and mouth, they're ready to suck it up. Of course, the, a baby who is hungry is very hypervigilant. They're looking sideways, looking at who's bringing food, who's not bringing food, and they're fussing. If food doesn't come, they start crying. So. The babies will give you clues when they're ready to eat and also will give you clues when they're satisfied. When they're satisfied is that the rooting reflexes will go away, the sucking reflexes will go away, and they are done. They're ready to sleep. One of the next topics you said earlier in the episode involved with spitting up is reflux. Can you tell us more about what that is and what parents need to know? So reflux is the main topic today. Reflux means the food is backing up from the stomach to the esophagus and back into the mouth and the baby is spitting it up. Now, when a baby eats, when we all eat, the food is supposed to stay in the stomach and stay there and go down. But in some babies, there's a valve between the end of the esophagus and the stomach. There's a valve there that's supposed to prevent food from backing up from stomach. That valve is not well developed in newborns, and that's why food escapes. And that's what we call reflux. So it is expected, it's maturational. It takes time for that valve to mature and do the job of preventing food from backing up. So that's interesting. It probably varies how much time this takes. What can parents expect? Every baby is different, right? In some babies, mature faster than others. The story of reflux is that over time, it gets less and less. So a baby who's three months would not be spitting as much as somebody who's three days old. And somebody who's six months would not be spitting up as somebody who's three months. In fact, at six months, when babies learn how to sit up, they can minimize some of the reflux of food backing up from the stomach to the esophagus and out into the mouth. So for babies who spit up very frequently, right? Number one, the mothers should hold them upright, especially after feeding them. They should hold them upright for at least 10 minutes, burp, and hold them upright. It's also recommended for babies who spit up frequently to feed them half an ounce, burp them, hold them upright, 
let the food settle down, then you feed them the rest. When they're holding them, are they holding them against their shoulder and rubbing their back? What's happening? Yeah, babies, moms can hold, uh, there are different cultural ways of holding the baby upright. <laughs> it's a cultural thing. Some will hold them on their arms, some will hold them on their chest. There's different techniques of holding babies. The most important thing is holding them upright for about 10 minutes or so. So parents should expect that a newborn and baby will be spitting up. They should just be prepared that in these first few weeks and months, this will be happening. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even though some babies spit up more than others, and they call them happy spitters, I see siblings running around, coming to the rescue with clean towels, tissue papers to clean up the baby's spit. Because everybody knows that this baby is a spitter and it's going to spit in a minute. So it's expected, but it's more frequent in some babies than others. How important is burping the baby to avoid a lot of this getting the air out if there is any air that they swallowed while they were feeding? Burping is very important to get the air out, right, in a controlled fashion, especially when the baby's upright. You don't want a baby burping when they're lying down because some milk or some formula might come up and suffocate the baby. So burping is very important when a baby just fed. It gets the air out of the stomach. What are some things people should know about a good environment? You said earlier when we were speaking that parents should avoid exposure to cigarette smoke for newborns and some of these environmental factors can help. Yeah, sure. It's, it's known, research shows that babies whose parents smoke, the babies in an environment where they're exposed to cigarette smoking, they tend to spit more. That is because the nicotine in the cigarette affects that valve that's supposed to keep food down in the stomach. It affects it in a way that it, uh, it allows food to drink from the stomach to escape. Babies exposed to secondhand smoking spit a lot more. Parents could help by not exposing babies to secondhand smoking and to a smoking environment. Another thing is, of course, we talked about breastfeeding. Babies who are breastfed don't spit as much as babies who are bottle fed. So that is one more thing in favor of breastfeeding. When parents have children that are spitting up, is there any time that they should be concerned or should think about seeing a pediatrician? Parents should be concerned anytime they don't feel comfortable. That's the first thing. If their baby is spitting up, very frequently, shortly after feeding, in between feeding, and if the amount of speed is very large, that is a very good reason to see or talk to a pediatrician. And of course, if your baby is not gaining weight, if the baby is speeding up frequently and they're not gaining weight, that means the amount of speed is very significant. It hardly happens, but babies can get dehydrated if they're speeding up and not retaining any formula for that matter. This is a good time to seek out expert opinion. And of course, I will say any baby who spits up and changes color, like turns blue or dusky or start breathing, is a very significant event that should be brought to the attention of a pediatrician to determine the severity of this spitting up, this reflux, and see if there's any more investigation to be done to find the root causes and see if there's any intervention or treatment needed to minimize that. 
babies can speed up up till their one year. There are a few things that can be done other than positioning baby very well, bopping between feeds. There are a few more things that could be suggested by a pediatrician, like thickening the formula with rice cereal. That could be done in some cases where the pediatrician and the parent have good rapport and good communication. Also, there are times when medication is needed to minimize spinning up and reflux. Before that is done, usually the baby sees a gastroenterologist, a pediatric GI doctor who does an objective assessment. And if reflux is confirmed and if it's significant, that baby might be on medication to minimize or stop reflux because of the potential side effects. I think this part is important. There's some good reason to treat with medications to prevent reflux that damages the oesophagus because that stomach acid, if that stomach acid is sitting in the oesophagus for a long time because of reflux, it could irritate and inflame the oesophagus. Part of the reason for medicating or putting the baby on medication is to prevent that, the damage and the irritation of oesophagus after a long time of reflux. It's important for parents to work with their pediatrician if there is a lot of spitting up and there's a lot of reflux more than normal. Can you explain the difference between spitting up and throwing up? I mean, it seems obvious, but is this something parents might need to know? Uh, when we talk about spitting up, we actually, it's a common way of saying throwing up. Some pediatrician father as regurgitation of food and even reflux. They're all talking about the same thing of babies spitting up that is more normal than abnormal, right? We're talking about a full-term baby who is not sick, not a preterm baby or a baby with medical condition. Parents might be wondering, can't they just change their formula to stop this problem? Does that work? I think it's a very important question and I get that all the time. My baby is throwing up. Can I change the formula? In fact, some mothers before they come into my office, they've changed from one formula to the other. Now, it doesn't help changing formula if your baby is speeding up or re having reflux because it's mostly not a formula problem. It's a maturational problem because the baby's valve is not well developed to keep the food down. Change the formula, you're going to have the same problem. Now, there are some occasions when formula change is indicated. And in these occasions, babies would also show some other signs like blood in the stool, eczema, rash, and also diarrhea. These are things that suggest that the baby is allergic to the particular formula that the baby is using. So in those cases, trying another formula that's not cow-based might help. Other than that, just switching formula from one formula to the other does not prevent reflux. So the best thing a parent can do, what advice do you give? If someone says, my baby's spinning up all the time, what do I do? If a baby's spinning up all the time, what I will do is to feed the baby a little bit at a time. Drop them for a couple of minutes, keep them upright until that is digested. And then nudge the baby to feed more until the baby is satisfied and then continue to burp and keep the baby upright. 
if you do this over time, the speeding up is going to decrease because this is a maturational thing. They, they will speed out less at three months and at six months and at nine months. And we get all this behind you. Thanks for joining us for this episode. To answer questions you may have in a future podcast, write to Dr. Anyoha on his website at modernerapediatrics.com. Listen to On Call with Dr. Anyoha wherever you find your podcasts.